Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome back to the one and only podcast about the greatest game in the world. Advanced Squad Leader. This is the Two Half Squads. We are the Two Half Squads. And if you are trying to listen to some other show, you've you've messed up badly. And we hope to continue being the Two Half Squads. For years to come. Even though Jeff was a little mad at me over that episode with the sound effects, but I don't, I don't, I don't talk about. I don't want to talk about that. We won't talk about that last episode. And it wasn't the last one, but it, I don't want to talk about it. See, It'll, we oh, haven't yeah. talked about it for a yeah. while, have we? Yeah, no, we haven't. So that was a stinker. Um, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to talk about it either. I don't want to hurt your feelings. It's too late for that, I think. <laughs> Well, we have a fun show tonight. Well, we have a simple but very informative show. Yeah. A nice chat with Mr. Keith Dalton. So we expect lots of little pushes on the informative button. Yeah. You know, where they vote. Right. And no more of those dulls. No. <laughs> no more dull. Oh, that person's let up, I think. Yeah. It hasn't been as bad lately. No, it hasn't been as bad. I think they do it just because, you know. I think somebody's out there to get us. Yeah. <laughs> Someday you should reveal yourself to us, yeah. you and your little cadre of friends. Yeah. So we're hoping that this episode <laughs> is going to appear um, uh, before Christmas. Yeah, so, certainly before Christmas. So Maybe we should say you know, Merry Christmas to everyone yeah. and Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. Happy uh, Hanukkah. And... We might get this out before the end of December. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Uh, sorry, uh, end of November. End of November. Or early December. Or early December. It's coming quick. Yeah. And, Jeff, what is the special show tonight? It's our interview with Keith Dalton from MMP. Wow. Is it a whole 30 minutes with Keith? It's about 47 minutes with 47 Keith 47 yeah. minutes. Yeah. So he's got lots of stuff to tell us. Insider trading stuff? It was, yeah. <laughs> really secret stuff. Can we go to jail from finding out the stuff? Like, okay, like if he says they're going to put um, the Swedish volunteer pack with those white counters of the Swedes. Yeah. You no. Know, in um Acapelle or in or in a journal and I go and sell mine on eBay really quickly. Is that insider trading? That is. Can I can I go to jail? You can go to jail. You'll be in there with uh with I, what's oh, his name and me, what's his name. I don't want to be with Bolsky. Uh, I was thinking of Assange. Oh the, no uh, him and neither. the WikiLeaks guy and uh no, I wanna I wanna be in with the um the really big one that did the pyramid. The Ponzi scheme guy. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why I can't. I know why I can't remember his name because I didn't have any money with him, so. <laughs> and I blocked it out because he's an evil villain. Yeah, it's one of the good things about being poor is we can't be taken for large sums of money. Right. Yeah. We're not poor. I'm just kidding. We're so wealthy. We got a wealth well, of knowledge for you tonight, fine. all about ASL. Yes, we do, boys and girls, moms and dads. So uh, should we just hop right into it? I suppose so. Here's Keith Dalton. Okay, we're good. Hello, Keith. Come in, Keith. I am here. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, No problem. Happy to do it. Sorry it's been so long. Yeah, us too. Um, It's funny how time flies when you're all grown up. (laughs) That is true. We went to Aslock and we we snagged like eight interviews there in one weekend. Yeah. Last year. That was Aslock 2010. That's uh, that's called maximizing your uh, maximizing your exposure time, right yeah, there. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we ended up with some great interviews, and it's been a good year. So, uh, how have you good been year. this year? Extremely busy, personally and professionally. So mm-hmm. it's been kind of been kind of a crazy year. My job changed. 
significantly over the last year, and it's it's been kind of crazy, a fun crazy, but kind of crazy. So, and have you been able to de- devote as much time as you would like to gaming? Does anyone ever get to devote as much time as they would like to gaming? You know, it's possible there is somebody somewhere that d- that does, but I don't know. I've never met that person. Maybe. <laughs> Well, it's, it certainly isn't me. I would I would love to be able to spend more time playing ASL, but it just hasn't happened so far. So, have you been um, frequenting the forums? I I actually don't follow like uh, Game Squad or or even the Consum World forums that much. But do you spend a lot of time doing that? Yes, I do. I'm I'm usually in there uh, at least checking in daily. I may not post daily, but I do check in daily. Uh, Consum World is is kind of where we do most of our communicating as far as MMT goes. So uh, I'm there usually daily, unless I'm on the road for work or you know out town vacation or something. But uh, yeah, I'm there a lot. Um, try to answer the questions that I can. But a lot of my work right now with MMT has been just sort of going out talking to retailers, tracking down retailer leads, and we've got a lot of great customers who have sent us leads and and just basically working those leads and trying to expand the uh, MMP retailer empire, as it were. So you go out and pursue retailers. You don't wait for them to call you necessarily? Uh, no, no. Oh. Like we'll, uh, we'll have a, a customer say, you know, we've got this game shop in my town. They used to carry ASL. But they don't now, and they probably are, are ripe for, you know, contacting. So they'll send me the contact information, and I'll uh, call. I speak to the manager or the owner and, you know, sort of set up a dialogue. And it usually ends with me emailing them some uh, information, like our, our different terms. And, um, you know, I'll usually email them a, a PDF of our catalog and our price sheet and, um Usually it takes a little while when you're cold calling, um, and and you know really there are some retailers out there that that still think ASL production stopped when Avalon Hill folded. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. We've I've I, I run into that less and less as we've gotten the word out more about MMP, but uh, I think. Maybe about a year and a half ago, I ran into somebody who sent me an email who uh, had a store locally who who was the, the the owner was just adamant that there was no more ASL being produced that you know Avalon Hill folded it's it's a dead system you know I, I got to talk to the guy and um, I think eventually he did start ordering some some of the starter kit products yeah to see think how it would go. Yeah, I would think at least the starter kits, you know, would be a, a thing that they could carry. Yeah, I mean, the starter kits are really, really sweet for retailers because they give you the basics of the system. They're all in one package, so a retailer doesn't have to stock module after module after module, and it gets people, it helps build the demand. So uh, those are those were really, really uh, a hit with retailers. Uh, once those came out, especially Starter Kit 1. It just really uh, opened a lot of people up to the ASL experience. Yeah, it's hard to believe that somebody in the gaming business with a gaming store doesn't realize the presence of Squad Leader or thinking that, that it went the way of Avalon Hill. I mean, does the guy use a touchtone phone or a dial phone? Does he have color, <laughs> color TV or just black and white? I don't know. I mean... 
Well, I mean, we had... Um, and how many horse and buggies does the uh, parking lot hold? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if it was in Amish country or not, so I, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, because... Uh, one of the most illuminating vacations I've ever taken was a trip to Amish country in Ohio. It was... Uh, very interesting to pull up the Walmart and see the the place where they hitch the horses. Yeah, uh, in front of the Walmart, it was pretty interesting. Very interest interesting culture. Really enjoyed being there. But I'm digressing. Uh, the guys, well, I mean, if, if you're a store owner, you know your clientele, and you pretty much order what the clientele demands. Um, and if you're not uh, in an area where there's a thriving gamers group that's playing ASL, or at least four or five guys who come in and keep asking, hey, what, what, what's new in ASL? I mean, there's so much product out there, it can kind of fade to the background. Um, and, you know, distributors don't always carry our products, and the ones who do, just because they're carrying our products, doesn't mean this particular game store buys from that distributor. So... You know, it's 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 kind of a multi-layered system here, and sometimes it's a little uh, little interesting trying to penetrate it. But we've done a pretty good job getting the word out. We've picked up uh, some new retailers this year. Uh, we're getting some international exposure. Uh, we have a, a retailer in Hong Kong now. Uh, okay. We've had interest in uh, Singapore, um, you know, Poland, uh, just basically all over the world so oh, okay it's been very it's been a very fruitful year in that in that regard for mmp have you got your eye on a retailer i mean is there somebody that you really are, are well, I'm, salivating I'm, 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 trying like tiffany's or yeah <laughs> <laughs> well there's there's one out in the uh out in the southwest that just uh started up last year and happens to be in the new mexico neighbor area where uh, Dave Childs, who's our webmaster and who works on the ASL layout behind the scenes with us, uh, it's in his neck of the woods, and uh, we've been working to get them going for uh, a little while now, and I, I think they're getting about ready to start ordering from us. So hopefully we'll we'll be able to work through that before too long. Uh, but I mean, I've basically I've got a, a constant uh, rotating list of people that I, I work to call. Yeah, you know, basically we have, uh, you know, I divide it into three categories. There's the, the new leads that I haven't contacted yet, the ones that I have contacted and who are not ordering from us yet, and then the ones who uh, I, I have contacted and they're ordering from us and they're now our one of our vendors. So, And then there's a, a, a file in the back of that notebook for the ones who have closed up or the ones who have just said flat out, no, we're not going to, to order ASL, there's no market for it here, yada, yada, yada. We have a couple of those, you know, not that that's rare, but some of them are just not interested. And, you know, you respect that, it's their store, but uh, we happen to think we have some pretty good selling products. Yeah, I, I remember seeing some of the ASL stuff at, I think it was like a gamer's paradise in a mall, and it, it caught me off guard. I was like, oh, wow, look, they got ASL stuff here. So, so um, yeah, to answer your question, I have several stores that I target. So, yeah, uh, and they and they range. They can be, uh, you know, in the, in the Southwest. They can be out west. Uh, you know, in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, they're they're pretty much all over the country. It's just as people send in um, leads on game stores, 
um, I go ahead and, and put them into a rotation, and I, I call two or three stores a week and try to or, or try to contact them via email if we have an email, and we try to work those stores and, and make sure that, that they know we're out here, that ASL is out here, that we have other product lines that they would be able to to do well with, um, and that you know we're we're ready to do business with them. Obviously, uh, for ASL, the starter kits is the best way to get in. But do you have some some uh, tasty products, uh, other MMP products that uh, you think they'd like? Yeah, there are some some really good stuff in the International Gamer series. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a lot of retailer interest in Warriors of God, and we've had some interest in uh, King Philip's War, which. Uh, some of that came about because of the publicity the game got. Yeah, uh, I read about that in the newspaper. Yeah, yeah. And, it, I mean, it's truly proof that there is no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah, well, Jeff's uh, looking at it me quizzically. Yeah. Jeff, there was an article in the newspaper, in my local paper up in Vernon Hills, and I'm sure here in Palatine, that game, like, portrays a racist view of Indians or something, you know, that they played up this negative oh. stereotype, which, of course, if you know anything about the... You know, gaming industry, every nationality in history is played up as a uh, part of a game, and the historical accuracy, I think, was you know going to be very accurate and a great learning tool. But they couldn't see that. All they could see was, oh, King Philip's War. You know, the poor, you know, Native Americans get butchered or something like that. Yeah. Is that fair to say, yeah. Keith? Is that how it went? Yeah, there were some concerns among the Native American population about how the Native Americans were portrayed. Um, we, uh, the designer and, and, and MMP, we, you know, heard out what the concerns were and, um, we worked to, to try to, you know, minimize those concerns and, and the designer listened and, and we changed some of the, little bit of the marketing package and how it was worded and, you know, let them see the game and showed them the game and, and, you know, we sort of. You know, I'm sure there are some people who weren't satisfied, but we think we worked pretty hard to to show folks. I mean, it's it's a game and it's a simulation, and we're not, you know, trying to portray anyone as anything. Yeah, uh, yeah it's just historical. I mean, I mean, for goodness sakes, I mean, ASL is, you know, talk about the atrocities committed in World War II. Uh, we certainly aren't playing that up. We certainly aren't gl- glamorizing that in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Right. Or in any World War II game, not just ASL, any World War II game. Uh, you know, standard combat series is a is a really nice entry level game because it's not as technically challenging as some war games, and it's all in one box. And there's a variety of different topics. I mean, you can take that system and port it into just about any uh, modern conflict. There are, there are conflicts depicted in the standard combat series from World War One. To uh, you know, World War Two, to uh, you know, the Arab-Israeli wars. So um, that's that's also been a pretty good seller, especially the one that we really had a lot of success with uh, a few years ago was the Mighty Endeavor, which was basically Western Europe D-Day, and uh, we took that title and bundled it with some promotions with the ASL Starter Kit One and Two, which had just come out and. Uh, you know, store a lot of stores pegged to us with those products, and we we did a lot of uh, did a lot of business with a lot of new stores because of that promotion. So, 
So uh, looking back on 2011, <laughs> you said it was. You'd say it was a pretty good year. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good year. I think we were very productive. I mean, we got the fabled Matt Bundle out, uh, which is created quite a, a quandary for me. Uh, simply because as an ASL player, my goal was once they came in, I was going to fold the maps, put them in a page protector, you know, one of those heavy-duty protectors with the little flap that comes over the top yeah. that protects them. Yeah, yeah. But when I when I got the box, you know, they kind of unfolded in that long box. Uh-huh. And when I got that in from the office, I was like, I can't fold these. <laughs> well, I, I fold- they're too, they're too beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, I folded mine just fine. <laughs> I, I can't do it. Yeah. I'm with Did you, you leave them flat yeah. then? Yeah, they're they're flat, still in the same box. You, you know, know what? That's a good idea. Mine kind of bow a little because I folded them all, but I fit them all into the Beyond Valor box. I was so thrilled. Oh, fifty-seven boards in one box, great. But they bow a little bit, you know, because the end is thicker. Um, yeah. So, yeah, keeping them flat, that's a great idea. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I opened the box, a little tear went down my cheek, and I said, I cannot bold these. They're too beautiful. It's just. I hope you don't feel that way when, you, when it's time to. I hope you don't feel that way when it's time to punch out counters. Or when you have to cut out your overlays. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'll butcher them. <laughs> uh, no problem taking care of those. Uh, speaking of which. Um, Going back to our last conversation with uh, Mr. Kleinschmidt, uh, did you happen to pick up the ASL Starter Kit Expansion Pack? I did. I bought two or three copies. Ah. ah. Well, I laid those counters out uh, for that, and I want you to know there was an 8-0 Sergeant Kleinschmidt on the counter sheet. It, well, it ended up being a Klein and a Schmidt. Two counters. Yes, because your name is too stinking long to get on a counter. <laughs> So that is officially me. Yes. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> I have them in a special bag that I set into my little leader's counter tray. Oh, right next to your Lieutenant Dalton American counter from Starter Kit 1? This, this, oh, I, no, were you in there? Yes, Starter <laughs> okay, Kit I'll 1. I'll move you in with yeah. me. But it's also with my six neg one that you emailed me in the PDF. <laughs> I actually made that, so... Yeah, you get a blank counter sheet, counter, and just stick that on there, huh? Uh, yeah, I, I covered up some old, you know, worn-out counter. <laughs> well, we unpacked that uh, expansion pack on, on the air and uh, located those counters, and Dave couldn't believe it. Well, first of all, I wasn't it, sure and, if it was me or not. <laughs> and, he, and up until you just said that that was him, he's never been 100% sure. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there was another Schmidt like playtester. Yeah, something. maybe it was just coincidental. They just picked a couple of names, a Klein and a Schmidt. So that's good <laughs> to know. You got validated, Dave. Yep. Yes, indeed. Unfortunately, unfortunately, due to the tolerances of the die cutting, we couldn't get your name all on one counter. So yeah. I know. Yeah, but that's okay. I see. I should have been playtesting a lot years and years ago, back when the counters had more letters on them. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. Small. He's going to be insulf- insufferable now, isn't he? Oh. <laughs> It's it, yes, more so than I'll usual. Have to think of a new demand. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, when we knew we were, we were going to have you on the show, I posted on Facebook on the Two Half Squads uh, page on Facebook that you were going to be on and asked listeners if they would have questions that they wanted to ask you. So, uh, and we did get a few responses. So, I'd like to ask you a few questions that came from them. Sure. 
So uh, a William William Peyton Lanning Strider. Wow, that's quite a name. That won't fit on a counter. <laughs> no, no. William Peyton Lanning Strider asks, uh, will, will there be any starter kit campaign games? We are working on one. We actually are working on a, on a historical module uh, starter kit. It's a little too premature to, to post much on it, but we are, we are taking a look at that and working on it. Well, that uh, answers this question. Yeah. In, in a way, I hate to hear that because I'd like to get all these guys moved up to full, but, you know, whatever works. It's still, yeah. it's still a great game. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it takes those starter kit players a little further along that continuum. Yeah. You know, yeah. they they they're they're those are right on the cusp, you know, and then you throw in the starter kit a starter kit historical uh module, you know, and it 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 pushes them a little further along, like, you know, this is what this is kinda like full blown ASL, but you know, you so, gotta make that jump. So we're hopeful you know, we still have players who are gonna be perfectly happy to play starter kit the rest of their lives. And yes. that's fine. Yeah. That's their choice. Yeah. But by by just enticing people more and more, you know, we hope to sort of get more people to move in the full-blown full ASL. Yeah, and each game, too, seems to add another little rule in there. That... Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a rules progression. So, I mean, you look at the Starter Key expansion pack, it added, you know, it had a nice rule book on it, a nice comprehensive rule book, Starter Kit rule book. And, um you know, it adds a little more each time, and, and we're trying to do a very good job of, of showing people exactly what we're adding each time. So, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll move them up to the big, to the big league, you know, sort of like a NASCAR movement from the uh, Nationwide Series to whatever the, the big series is now. I quit watching NASCAR a long time ago because, you know, that's, that's one of the reasons why I like ASL. You actually write the rules down. And in NASCAR, they never write the rules down. So um, I just I don't even know what it's called now. But but it's kind of like moving it on up from from that the simpler series to you know full blown ASL. Uh, well, he goes on to ask uh, then if there'll be a starter kit tournament during Winter Offensive this year. Do you happen to know? I do not happen to know that we are starting to get into our Winter Offensive planning. But I, I do not know that at this point. I can uh, we'll, follow up with that, and yeah. I will get back to you on that. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, will Yanks be back in print? And what new items will be included? Or, or when will it be back in print? <laughs> when will it be back in print? Yeah. Yanks is on our continuum of reprints. You know, we did, uh, we did for King and Country this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, typically, uh, you know, we can handle about one reprint a year. Yeah. The next big reprint is going to be Rising Sun. Yes, and it's yeah. just it's just laying out there ready to to be. I think there's a little more proofing work that needs to be done on it. Uh, probably post winter offensive because right now we're trying to get uh, Festoon Budapest and another winter offensive bonus pack. Um, Journal 10, hopefully, and, of course, Action Pack 8. We're hoping to have all that stuff ready to go by Winter Offensive and maybe another uh, Special Ops edition. We're not, I'm not quite sure on that yet what our status is on that. I know it's being worked on, but I don't know if it's going to be a Winter Offensive one. Uh, so we've got a lot on the plate right now. Our next one is going to be Rising Sun, 
it'll have 32 scenarios. Uh, the Gavutu Tanimbogo uh, yeah, historical man. module. Yeah, Island Game. I love that one. Yeah. Eight counter sheets. Um, oh, what else is that thing? It's got all the overlays, all the boards from the jungle. I mean, the, the PTO. Uh, of course, all of Chapter G, all the Chapter H notes for the Japanese, the Chinese, and, and you know, the American stuff that gets added in there. Yeah, the Marines and all. The Marines, so oh, yes, our, the Marines will make their glorious return, and uh, so that'll be our next major reprint. Probably after that, we're looking at Hollow Legions to get the desert back into play. Um, we'll have all the Italian stuff in there. Chapter F, the Soldiers of the Negus uh, historical module. Probably 24 scenarios. So that's. Uh, that's going to be a uh, pretty good piece there. Then we're probably looking at Yanks after that. Possibly, possibly, I know there has been some speculation on this online, and you know it's been discussed, but you know nothing set in stone yet because it's a little ways off, uh, including the French in with Yanks. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. so that would be, yeah, you know, of course, more scenarios and. What yeah. about Hacapella? You didn't mention Hacapella on that. Well, that's, well, that's not a reprint. Right. Um, so it's going to be next year, we think, right? Or yeah, yeah. Just... We're looking at next year on that. Post-Winter Offensive, we're looking at uh, Rising Sun, Hacapele, uh, and, uh, you know, if we get the, the special ops uh, out by Winter Offensive, it'll be out then. If not, it'll be post-Winter Offensive. Um, theoretically, an overlay bundle, which we've been discussing. We've pretty much got all the overlays repainted in the new digital format, or they're they're being worked on now because they've all, all got to be done for the uh, for the modules, just like the maps. So we're taking a look at an overlay bundle where you can get all the overlays in one set. That's an amazing and, amount of stuff. <laughs> I'm going to have to sell a lot of issues of Grit magazine in order to earn <laughs> enough money to buy all those goodies. Yeah, Chaz Argent doesn't sleep much. I can imagine. No, he's been working well. We're trying yeah. to get an interview with him set up soon, too. But, um, yeah. yeah. We noticed there's a Black Friday uh, sale coming up this Friday. Yeah. Do you, it just, uh, it's on the website only. And I think, was there one last year? Do you Do you know? Yeah, we've had one for uh, a few years now. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, and yeah. so to find out more about that, we need to go online, correct? I mean, this will air after yeah. the sale, but... Yeah, yeah, it'll... Uh, Black Friday sale, we'll, you know, it's Friday after Thanksgiving, and we'll uh, just keep checking back the MMP website. We'll have some... Uh, I haven't seen the full list yet, so I really can't say what, what all we're going to have. You know, I would hate to, to miss something or give some incorrect information if they pulled something at the last minute. But Yeah, well, and this interview uh, will be afterwards, so at least so yeah. maybe every year people should expect that or maybe look for that. And will that be yeah. a Black Friday only, or will, will that extend for some period? Uh, it is going to be Black Friday only, as far as I know. <laughs> I got an email today from MMP, you know, with an attachment. Did you get that email yeah. as well? Yes, yes. So, and I got all excited because it said, you know, information about, let me see if I can see it here, MMP Black Friday sale, exclamation. 
MMP is pleased to announce its annual Black Friday sale. And then there's a, a PDF attachment. I thought, oh, this this is going to be it. It's they're going to tell me everything. <laughs> that they're yes. So I opened the it, thing up, and it just says, check the website. <laughs> Deep discounts on many games. Deep discounts, that, yeah. That's but what that's we still, call a teaser. Yeah, that worked. Yeah. Well, and that, we're supposed to print that out, Jeff, and po- post that at Games Plus. Oh, I see. And then yeah. put up a kiosk there with a computer. Well, you know, what what you do is you print that out yeah. and you put a piece of tape on the top of it and you <laughs> stick it on the center of your computer screen. Oh, okay. okay. I got so we don't have to waste electricity keeping it running. That instruction must have been on page two. <laughs> yeah, I thought they should post that at Games Plus and then all the gamers can see it and know what to do. They don't want to do that. Oh, that's Games right, because they're competitors. Yeah, that's right, that's true. Kind right. of. Sort of. <laughs> Anything else from Facebook, Jeff? Uh, yes, Joe Pastoloni asks, uh, are we ever going to see large counters for ASL? What does he mean? That's a, a good question. Um, any, 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 no, I'll answer it for you, no. Yeah, no, I'm going to say yeah. no, too. Well, I mean, is, is he talking about enlarged images on the counters? We have, I think so. as, I guess. As, as we've reprinted the, the core modules and as we've printed new stuff, we have enlarged the image sizes on all the counters yes. by 5% It, does, it, does, it yeah. does work better, yeah. But the counters oh, themselves won't get bigger. They won't fit in the hexes. No, nah, we, won't, we won't see anything like, unless we, you know eventually get back into the deluxe stuff, you know, I, I, but I don't see the counters changing. I mean, we may get at some point if we can see a need for it and if there's a market for it, deluxe boards, but uh, I don't see the counters ever changing. And I guess some people, stone. Yeah. And, yeah. and, um, and he goes on to ask if the, if the counter art will be redone to bring it up to industry standards, like what lock and load offers, et cetera. But, uh, my guess would be no on that as well, other than what you're saying, how you've increased the size on them a little yeah. bit and the uh, the resolution becomes better because printing techniques are better. But yeah. well, I can't we, imagine you're redoing them. I mean, here's, here's, here's the marketer in me. You know, here's the marketer in me is sell special one-off sets like the German counter set in full glorious color or something and, you know, do something like that. But mm-hmm. Uh, I think that would cause a lot of confusion, especially, you know, we're, we're so in our, um, particular game in ASL, the counter color tells a lot about what you've got on the board. For instance, like, you know, we've got the Hungarians and armies of oblivion with the German gray or German blue borders, because if they're stacked together, that way you can't tell if, if you do things where the colors change, you know, it, it might give your opponent a little bit of intelligence you didn't want them to have. Personally, I like the counters. I think they're very functional. Uh, they convey a lot of information in a very small space. Um, but, you know, I can understand why there's a... People look at, at other counters on other games and say, wow, these are, are this way. And, I mean, we've got some very some full-color counters in some of our other game lines. Um, you know, the the stuff in the Grand Tactical series, where Eagles Dare and uh, the Devil's Cauldron has a lot of color on it. So, yeah, I can understand where that question is coming from, but honestly, I, I, I don't see MMP changing the ASL counters. Yeah, it would kind of be like you'd have to re-buy everything again, you know, if you have a 
thing that's consistent. I, I'm not into that. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a hundred bucks is a hundred bucks. We're very cognizant of the fact that you know we're in a down economy, and we we really don't want to make our we're not Steve Jobs. We don't want to make our uh, customers buy the same thing for because it's in a different package. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wears me out. But I mean, yeah, I mean, we just, you know, like like the iPod, for instance. That's that's a perfect example of planned obsolescence in action. I still have my original iPod Shuffle, which is about the size of a Wrigley Spearmint pack of gum. You know, the Wrigley's white pack, the, yeah. the chewing gum, and it works just fine. I'm still using it on occasion. Now, I do have an iPod Touch, <laughs> which has a lot more functionality. But like if I'm going for a walk or something, I prefer to use the shuffle because it's lighter, it's easier. And, you know, if I'm going on a 30-minute walk, I don't need 500 songs. So, you know, I put a little mix on there and go. Uh, it does the job. And I think ASL counters do their job and do them well. And it's it, it conveys just a, a ton of information in a very small space, and I think they're very, uh, there's a certain simplistic elegance to them. All right. Well, we also, you know, on the website when it lists out of print and then out of stock, is there a difference between those? Terms? Yeah, um, out of print means pretty much we are out of the parts to make the game. Oh. Um, we do not have the parts at all to make the game. Now, out of stock may mean, um, you know, like the ASL rule book. I mean, it periodically will go out of stock. That may be because we've, you know, run out of binders and we need to have more printed, or we've run out of, uh, you know, the actual rule books, but those are going to be reprinted. You know, the SL rule book will be reprinted. So that's kind of an out-of-stock situation. Another out-of-stock situation might be that, you know, we, we keep all these game components in bins, and we build the games you know, for instance, like when a new game is getting ready to be shipped, you know, we build those games, you know, like maybe 100 at a time. We ship that 100 because we have a finite amount of space in our in our building and in our, yeah. our warehouse. Um, we, may sh- we may build those 100 to 200 at a time, ship those, get them out of the way, build 100 to 200 more at a time, ship those, get them out of the way. If, it, if there is a game that's currently in stock, currently in print, uh, say, I don't know, um, if we haven't completely built out a print run of a, a historical module, you know, typically what we like to do is we go ahead and get everything. Once we get the initial pre-order shipped, as we have spare time, we'll go ahead and build out the rest of the print run, get it all boxed up, all packaged up, so all we have to do is bring it off the shelf. Occasionally, we may need, may not have the space to build out the full print run. We may have, you know, 400 on hand built and the rest in parts bins, okay? What we do then is if we sell those 400 off and we have to build more, we'll put out of stock on the website. Because we are out of stock. I mean, the, stock, the the parts are sitting there. We just have to build the game. So we'll build 400 more, and we'll put it back. And you know, in a few days, we'll put it back as in stock. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So like the discontinued would be things like there won't uh, having just received my 
copy of For King and Country, uh, which, by the way, had a misprinted counter sheet. Remember, Jeff, it wasn't die cut, that one? Was it, yeah. Did you remember that? Yeah, it wasn't cut and, uh, correctly. And I emailed last week, and uh, they got one in the mail. Right. Yeah, there you go. It's a very, very good customer service. Um, but that, my old West Valmain, that's discontinued, right? We're not going to ever see that again. Which one is it? Uh, west of Almain, we won't see the British in the desert together again. No, you won't see the British in the desert together again. Right. right. And all the older journals, as they go out of print, will never, you know, unless there's a popular demand like Journal 2. Yeah. Uh, because that was kind of a special case. There were counter sheets printed with it. There was maps and, yeah. Yeah, maps, you know, historical modules. Uh, unless it's a special case, special product like that, then, like, the journals you'll probably never see again. Uh as a as a reprint once they go out of print, you know the the historical ASL modules. You know once those are gone, unless there's a huge demand for it, uh, like red barricades. I we don't have a current plan right right yet for that, but I would be shocked if it remains out of print forever because it's, it was just that successful. It was kind of like it was the first historical ASL module. Uh, kind of a and, and a lot of players have a special place in their hearts for that module. Um, but then you've got stuff like you know, Camp Grip Piper, which uh, both of those modules. I mean, by the time we we got rid of them, finally we were kind of we were almost giving them away. We were selling for like ten or fifteen dollars in clearance sales. Uh, so you will probably never see that reprinted again. Uh, and of course, you know, now that those are gone, we have new players coming in going, you know, hey, why won't you reprint that? Yeah. But, <laughs> so you can't win. Yeah, no. I mean, you just can't win. Uh, but I do have my purple SS counters in a in a nice place there, in a special Yeah, yeah I have mine somewhere. I think I was using them as, like, fins or something for a while. Whatever <laughs> whatever fit, I try to use them as fins. And then, yeah, uh, yeah. And that camp group too came out with just those four scenarios. That was the only thing that really ticked me off ever with ASL. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't it was think Avalon Hill. It wasn't you guys. It was Avalon Hill. I, I don't four think scenarios. I, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it was just. I, and they had to reprint the chapter, the 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 rules completely in Camp Group Piper Two because there were so many problems with the first uh, printing of it. So, and uh, honestly, that's that's one set of. One historical ASL, I don't think I've ever played anything out of yet. It's on my list of someday to play a couple of scenarios out of that, but I just never have. Yes, I, of course, have dutifully played all four. Oh, yes, yes. You know, you could get twice as much enjoyment if you played both sides. That's right. Play it once, once, then switch sides. There you go. There you go. Oh, you meant both sides as nationalities? Yes, I, oh, mean I thought you meant both sides of the, sides the card. Time. No, oh. I thought you meant the card, like scenario one and two. I'm going to slap you right <laughs> well, after the show. You, right that's after what the I show. Thought. Oh my! Well, well, Keith, uh, what's on your uh, holiday list of uh, what you'd like to get? Got any games or anything? <laughs> I just yeah, like games. Get, that's all I care about. Don't tell us about <laughs> anything else. <laughs> I just like to get time to play the games I've got. Yeah, uh, at this point, uh, I mean, box that's full of time. My my game playing time has been very limited this year. We've been doing a lot of renovations around the house. Redid my kitchen floor, repainted my kitchen, redid the walls. And when you when you scrape the paint off of the wallpaper off a, a, a house uh, where the kitchen is, you know, has wallpaper on it, and oh, yeah. the house is about seventy years old. So 
What you find under there is about seven layers of paint and four more layers of wallpaper. So we scraped them down to the bare layer, and that yeah, was a special sort of week or two. Sometimes you, if you find those missing ASL counters that got stuck in there when you were putting up the wallpaper last time. <laughs> well, this was the stuff that was on when we moved in. We finally just said we've had enough of this wallpaper and redecorated and repainted, put new laminate flooring down and... Uh, did some reconstruction work. I had a huge, we had a hailstorm come through our area in May and uh, basically shredded the siding on the side of my uh, house and also shredded the uh, sheathing to the electrical service coming into the house. So it was an older installation. It didn't have the, you know, now if you, if you install electrical to a house, it's got to have a metal conduit going up the side of the house and, uh, all these different safety things, but back then they just wrapped it in some rubber and and stuck yep. it on the side of the house. Well, the you know the sheathing was really old, and when the hail hit, it just basically shredded it. Wow. So you know I had to spend a significant amount of time this summer getting that taken care of and and all that. So hopefully things are slowing down a little bit now, and I hope to actually play over Vassal uh, during the holidays. And I actually have a gentleman in my church. He wants to start playing starter kit stuff with me. He he has bought starter kit one and starter kit two. Uh, we just haven't had a chance to sit down and play yet. He uh, our, yeah, he and I are both active in our church, and and he does a lot of refereeing for our church uh, kids basketball league, and I'm a coach in our kids league. So uh, plus you know other things that we do through the church. So it's been kind of you know we. We pass each other on Sunday and say, hey, we need to play some ASL, you know. <laughs> That's about as far as we've gotten so far. But, uh, you know, I'd like to get some more time to play. I'm sure a couple of my regular opponents would love to hear that. And other than that, just, you know, play the games I've got. You know, I have. I don't think I've touched the last action pack yet at all. Uh, might yeah, still be in the plastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that's also because there's just so much now, too, so... Yeah, I mean, and, less time and, and more product. So, yeah, and with our with our production schedule ramping up, you know, since Chaz has come on board, uh, uh, we are just really pumping out the products now. I mean, he's he's knee deep in Budapest right now, trying to get it proofed with uh, Bill Cirillo, the designer, and that's 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 what I'm really excited about. I know we're not going to get out to winter offensive, so it doesn't count for the holidays, but. Uh, I'm really excited about that. I remember seeing that thing being play tested back in 2003 at my first winter offensive, and meeting Bill there and uh, his cohort Sean Deller, who is a a bear of a player to play. I've played against Sean on several occasions, and he is one of the most thoroughly um, frustrating players to play against because he's very meticulous. He thinks everything out, and you know what he's going to do. His brother said this best one, a few years ago at a winter offensive. He said, you know what, what Sean's going to do. You see what he's going to do. But there is absolutely nothing you can do to stop him. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Jeff feels about me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You cannot, you cannot stop him. You can only hope to contain him and outlast him in the scenario. And I tell you, it's, you know, we played one scenario down to the wire at one winter offensive. It came down to uh, he won. I can't remember which one it was. I think it was one of the, uh, the East Front Action Pack scenarios. We were play testing it, and he 
and I were in a close combat, and he needed one more building location to win. And I, I, I entered into close combat with him, just hoping to lock him up in melee. It was the only unit that had a chance of, of getting to this building location. And he got ambushed and elected to withdraw from the close combat and withdrew the one hex into the building to get the control. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Yeah. He said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got to think what I'm doing. And he opened up his rule book and he looked. He said, yeah, I can do that. Okay, I'm withdrawing from ambush and boom. And then there, there went the scenario right out of my hands. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just it, it went away right in front of me. Yeah. So, and that's that's kind of it. I mean, you know what he's trying for, and you try to stop him, but it's really hard to do. He's a great opponent and a really great guy, and he put in a ton of work with Bill on that uh, on that module. And I just think it's going to really knock people's socks off when they get it. I'm excited. Yeah. For it. I'm scheduled to play a camp, my first campaign game with Bob Holmstrom when that comes out. So, yeah, oh, that, that'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. You know, after coming up, you know, we'll have Fest in Budapest. You know, we'll have uh, you know, Action Pack 8 I'm kind of excited about because I haven't done much Italian campaign stuff. I mean, there's not going to be Italians in it. It's going to be, I guess, I think mostly uh, German versus allies. But, I mean, that's going to be good. Winter Offensive Bonus Pack is going to be good this year. It's going to have two boards in it, but they're going to be double wide. What I mean is along one edge of both boards they're going to form together to form this uh i think a, a hill mass like a like a double hill board uh it'll be geomorphic on all the other sides but when you put it together on that one that one side comes together to form like a double hill oh right uh, yeah 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 and it's it's based on the action around the Marvy in Belgium, it was uh, south of Bastogne. I think the 327th Clyder Infantry Regiment was the unit involved there. Is that going to have uh, more scenarios than two or four? Uh, I, you know, I'm not sure how many scenarios it's going to have. <laughs> no, Jeff, it's the winter pack, right? We're talking about the winter pack? It's the bonus pack. It's, it's yeah, the, the winter bonus pack. Bonus pack. Okay. Yeah. Jeff was laughing because yeah. I was talking about Conf Group Piper 2. <laughs> yeah. The bonus yeah. pack is a really little product, and it's only like 10 bucks. So. Yeah. Yes, we're... We're not, we're not we're not going to uh you're not going to have rules and and right. you know, all kinds of stuff like that with that. No, right? I like those little packs. And some money goes to charity, I think, so. Yes, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's something that's coming up. We'll have, we're working on journal 10 as well. It's percolating, you know. This this one's going to be a standard journal. It's not going to be uh not going to have a specific theme. It's not going to have a, a mini uh hassle in it. It's just going to be a standard journal. So, uh, you know, but I think there's going to be enough goodness coming out that everybody's going to be like, okay, you know, we can deal with how to hassle in the journal this time. So, as long as we don't, yeah. as as we don't make a habit of it, you know. But, you know, that's that's pretty much everything. All right. Well, that's great. We've got a lot, of, a lot of great stuff to look forward to. And uh, thanks for your time. Should be an exciting year. Me. Yeah. Thanks a lot for your time. We hope that you get exactly what you want for the holidays. Lots of time, lots of spare time to play. Yeah, so, so somehow I don't think it's going to happen, but getting more time will be will be helpful. Yeah, <laughs> tons of spare time, I'd probably go crazy, but having more time to play would be would be extremely helpful. Well, we uh, would offer to help you on your house, but fortunately, you live too far away. Well, oh, you know that's true, but it would make for a great road trip. It would. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> hmm. 
Oh, wait, what you could what you could do is you go to Winter Offensive as you're coming back through on 70 through Pennsylvania, just detour south on 79. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm three hours south of Pittsburgh. Hey, there you go. Then we could continue yeah. on uh, because uh, Ken Smith has offered to to paint us into one of the covers. Yeah, into one of the covers if we'd come and model for him. Oh, there you go. So yeah. he's down. He's down Radford, Virginia, right? I think so. Right? I think so. Yeah. 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 Just down yeah. the road a piece. Yeah, a little, so. little bit of a fur piece, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it was great talking to you, Keith. We really appreciate you taking the time. Yes, thanks oh. for your time. Oh, no problem, guys. No problem. Thanks a lot. All, All right. right. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. That was Keith. Lots of information yep. there. Always fun to talk to Keith. It's been a long time. I, I, I'll have to look back and see how long it was since we last spoke to him. But Long time. Too long. So hopefully we'll be able to have him on... Again, they've got so much stuff coming out. We've got a lot to talk about. I think 2012 is going to be a very, a very busy year. A very, very, <laughs> very busy year. And that doesn't even mention the rule sections we haven't got to yet, oh, and yeah. including night, which was supposed to be this episode. Right. And, um, things interviewing the view from the trenches guy and all those people and developers and yep. wow, yeah, lots to do. So I'm overwhelmed already. Yeah. Hope everybody will uh, stay with us. We're going to try to. Make it to 100 shows before you know it. Hopefully. It's just going to... Unless we hit another slowdown spot. (laughs) Like the three we hit last year. (laughs) Months going by without a show. Well, we'll see. Oh, we didn't do that bad. No, no, no. Yeah. So there we go. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thanks for listening. And remember to roll low. And rally well. But but not not when when you're you're playing playing us. us. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Oh, bye, everybody. Stop it. Stop it. Bidia, Yeah, I know. I don't know. I think it went. I, I don't know. I couldn't even listen. I, I, I know. You never emailed me back. I was getting worried. Like, I'm like, where's the congratulatory email from Jeff? What great show that was. You tried so hard.